0: I think the biggest thing that you have to know here is you need to understand what your market would raise their hand for and also how to be more specific. Well, hey, 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 what's up, everyone? Welcome to the Rock Your Brand Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Boker, a serial entrepreneur on a mission to help you. This show is designed to teach you, to inspire you, to motivate you, to take massive action and build a future-proof business. So whether you're just starting out or taking your existing business to the next level, this is your home. Now, if you're ready, I'm ready, let's rock your brand. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Rock Your Brand Podcast. This is episode number eight. 57 and today we're going to be talking about one of my most favorite topics and that is email list building, but really what we're going to be diving into is what we call lead magnets. This is where you put something out there in your marketplace, in your niche and get people to raise their hand and be able to get them to enter their name and email address so you can further follow up with them, that's really what we're talking about here and Right now, I think it's more important than ever to understand how powerful email still is, and some people think that, well, email marketing is dead, and they couldn't be further from the truth, because uh, I know, because I've been doing this for years, and it's still just as effective now as it was then. Now, are your open rates maybe a little bit less? It really depends, to be honest with you. I've seen open rates still as high as 30 40%, which is way above the uh, industry standard. Right now, I think the industry standard is like 8 to 10%, um, and all of our email lists that we've built on multiple brands is always above 10%, always, uh, and we're actually striving for 20 to 25% on a consistent basis, all right, but I'm not going to go into that today. We will be doing more on future episodes, but today, I did want to talk about really the first piece, once that you've made up your mind that yes, yes. Scott, email marketing should be a part of my business, a part of my brand, and I am convinced, yes, it is, and the first thing that we need to talk about then is really how do we get their attention, and so what I'm going to do today is I am going to play a recording from one of my coffee talks where we talked all about lead magnets, and I went into different, different situations and different styles and different ways that you can take one lead magnet and you can frame it differently, right? So you don't have to create, you know, 10 different lead magnets. You can really just create one and then just create different pieces of content that bring up other things that still people would be interested in that lead magnet. So that's really what I'm going to be talking about. And what I want you to do is I want you to really think about your own market, your own brand and what you can do, what you can create. Uh, while you're listening to this. And I think that's in anything that I ever create. I always want you thinking about yourself. How does this apply to me? How does this apply to my business? And what could I create? That's how it works for me. Like whenever I'm hearing someone talk about their lead magnet, I'm thinking about how can I create something similar myself that applies to my market or my niche? And it doesn't matter what market or niche. You should be able to get the attention out there by either calling out a problem or maybe it's giving someone a solution uh, or maybe it's giving them a simple checklist, right? So there's a, a bunch of different ways that we can do it. But in this episode, you're gonna hear uh, myself actually going through this with uh, live uh, people that were uh, there at a coffee talk. And uh, what I wanna do is play this for you. Now, I will say this, the audio recording is not, my best, and the reason is, is the time that I recorded this. I was at the lake house. I was on uh, Wi-Fi, and I was also on my laptop. I didn't have my pro mic here, but it's still pretty good recording, and you're still going to get a ton out of it. So, just wanted to kind of throw that out there. All right, and uh, just also to let you know, the show notes and transcripts to this episode can be found at brandcreators.com forward slash eight fifty seven, and uh, you'll be able to get all of that stuff there because I will have links there, and you'll also be able to see the recording if you want to of this right here, or if you're watching this, you might be watching it on the blog or on YouTube, so uh, yeah, go check that out, all right, so I'm going to stop talking now so you can listen to this coffee talk I did with uh, my Take Action crew, and oh, by the way, I should probably mention that. If you want to hang out with me in the mornings at, uh, let's see, 10 a.m., AM, I almost said PM, AM Eastern time, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, head on over to takeactioncrew.com and you can, uh, well, you can join us over there. All right. So I'm going to stop talking, go ahead, enjoy this episode and let's get out there and create a lead magnet in your market. Now, if you're brand new and you're not sure what a lead magnet is, basically, I want you to think about this. You are trying to attract people to your market, to your brand okay or from your market to your brand you're trying to attract people by giving them something that you know that they're probably interested in okay and we only want people that are interested in our market right because we have a much greater chance of selling them something or building our email list with qualified and quality email subscribers uh we can do this by having the proper lead, lead magnet okay so uh for i'll give you a great example of this okay and it's it's going to actually be uh one of ours so okay if we go to okay if you go to brandcreators.com don't go there by the way right now but if you go to brandcreators.com there is a checklist there that you can download okay that checklist is what we call our brand growth validation checklist that is what we call a lead magnet anybody that That uh, goes through and opts in for that, meaning enters their name and email address. I know that they are interested in building a brand. They also get the resource to help them identify in their brand how they can get traffic, how they can, uh, you know, monetize it through different, you know, various ways. It gets them to be able to validate all this stuff before they actually do the build. So that's a lead magnet, right? So I'm putting it out there in the marketplace. Now, if you are someone that's like, I only want to sell on Amazon. I don't want to talk about building a website. It's not going to resonate with you, right? And that's okay, right? Now what we've done is we've taken this big market of, let's just call it like online business, And then we have like e-commerce and then we have digital products, right? Or we have, you know, wanting to build a website to get traffic or maybe a combination of all, you're going to raise your hand by by you entering your name and email address in there, right? So by you doing that, I know that that list that I have is is, uh, targeted for people that want to build a brand, okay? So because of that, we're going to be able to now message those people about other things that will help them build their brand. OK, so now let's take this in another area. Let's say, for example, a guy that I interviewed today, by the way, um, his uh, name is Colin Costello. And uh, he actually does basketball training. OK, and he's been doing it now for, gosh, probably seven, eight, maybe even nine years. And so uh, he basically could put something out there like download our free shooting drill video series or something like that, right? Or maybe he would want to offer a physical product or products. Maybe it's an agility set that's designed for basketball players, right? And then he would put that out in the marketplace. Now, if you are someone that's not into basketball, it's not going to pertain to you. You're going to be like, "Okay, here's my thing." And you're like, "I don't want that. I'm not going to use that. I want to I want to learn how to fish. I don't want to learn how to do agility for basketball, right? But anybody that that raises their hand by entering their name and email address, they're going to be more targeted, right? So that's another example. Now you can do both. We've done physical products. We've done digital products, right? And I think there's a place for both. If you're just starting, we like to do a physical product bundle because it's easy. It's also more, it looks like it's more value because it's physical. It's it's something that's going to get shipped to your house. So, we've done that in the past where we're able to take physical products and put them out there as a, as an offer and then get people to opt in for that. And now we know that they are into bass fishing, right? Or they are into, maybe it's uh they're into home brewing, uh, you know, beer, right? We would put together the ultimate home brew kit, right? And then we would target those people. Um, so that's the idea behind it. The problem that I see people making is they're like, I want to grow this giant list and they're going to put something out there like a free iPad, right? Well, everyone in the world probably would put their name in a hat to win an iPad, right? But they're not going to put their name in a hat to win the ultimate bass fishing set or the ultimate homebrew kit or the five tips, uh, or I'll give you a better that, um, uh, how to brew your first batch of wheat beer, right? That would be maybe a PDF download that you would download and then follow that process, right? That would be your lead magnet. And then on the back end, you're going to be able to talk all about homebrew, right? So that's how that would work. All right. So um, I think the biggest thing that you have to know here is you need to understand what your market would raise their hand for and also how to be more specific, right? I, I see a lot of people again wanting to go too broad, and it doesn't really get that market narrowed down into a sub niche, right? So, again, if um, you know uh, Colin that I interviewed today on the podcast, episode eight thirty one, by the way, on the Rock Your Brand podcast, great episode, awesome, awesome guest. Uh, and um, so, if if he wanted to, he could start by just narrowing down the focus on maybe kids that want to shoot better or dribble better, right? Or jump higher, right? So he could create a special lead magnet for that segment of the market and get those people that are, are interested in that. So my son, for example, he does help people get vertical jump training, right? That that's what he's specializing in currently. So he's going to put out content and lead magnets. That's going to be how to get four inch How to increase your vertical by four inches in 30 days, right? And that might be a lead magnet that he puts out there and then starts to collect emails from that. Now, anyone that opts in, he knows they want to increase their their vertical jump, right? Now, could they want to also uh, learn how to have better handles, you know, basketball handles or shooting or foul shots? Sure. But you got to start a little bit more niche. And then that way there, you're getting those people to raise their hand. So guys, if you have any questions on lead magnets, now would be the time to drop them in there. Jennifer, how many lead magnets do we need? Oh, that's a good one. I'm glad that you asked that question, Jennifer, because I just had a conversation with a friend of mine yesterday who wants to create, and this is a common thing that a lot of us want to do. We want to create multiple lead magnets, but I personally don't like that because It adds more complexity to your business. Every time that you add a lead magnet, okay, there's people coming in from different lead magnets, right? So then I have to segment my list. So now I have maybe five lead magnets, right? Which I don't recommend, by the way. I have five lead magnets and they came in, one came in from shooting drills. One came in from vertical jumping. One came in from, uh, I don't know, defense drills, right? So I've got three different offers there. They come on my one list. I got to segment that list. Now, if I'm sending out something, I got to ask myself, does that pertain to that list and that list and that list, right? What I like to do is I like to create one lead magnet to start with, okay? One lead magnet, okay? And for us right now, there are, I have two lead magnets. One of them is a paid lead magnet and one of them is a free lead magnet, all right? So what this this looks like is if you want to get into my world of building a brand, the way that you would do that is you would come in through this angle of uh, building a brand through the brand growth validation checklist, okay? So now all that I have to do is I need to think of different ways to create my content, different angles, That would also pertain to the one lead magnet, right? So instead of creating multiple lead magnets, I'm creating one lead magnet, right? We're gonna call this coffee mug. Can you, yeah, you guys can see it. Let me, let me put position this down a little bit. This will be my prop, okay? Let me do it this way. There it is. This is my lead magnet, right? So now I just wanna get a whole bunch of attention to my lead magnet right here. So what I'm gonna do, and I'm just gonna use the brand uh, building thing because it's, you know, it's mine and it's what we do, right? So today I'm talking about how to create lead magnets, right? Well, if you want to create lead magnets to build your brand, I'm going to do that right here. So today I'm talking about lead magnets, but lead magnets also can be found on how to figure out your market and what they want by going to here, brand growth validation checklist. Boom. There's one piece of content with a frame around building a lead magnet or creating a lead magnet that will bring people into your business. Boom brand growth validation checklist. Boom. Right. There's one. Now I could also say, uh, we're doing a Pinterest training coming up, right? So I can do a talk, which we're, we're going to do an upcoming talk here, maybe tomorrow on Pinterest. So Pinterest, right? So now I have Pinterest training here, right? But in order to do Pinterest, you really need to validate your market. You really need to know where your market's hanging out and you need to also know, are they on Pinterest? How do you do that? Brand growth validation checklist, right? Right. So then you can say, okay, now let's talk about another topic. Could be email list building, not lead magnet, just email list list building. Uh, how to write to your, how to write to your market, right? How to write a message that gets them to open the email, right? Well, then there's going to be another one over here. Now let me try to demonstrate this, right? We've got another one over here that's about how to write emails to your potential customers. But we need to know who the customers are. How do we do that? Brand growth validation checklist, right? You see how everything that we're doing is just pointing to the lead magnet. We're just thinking of different points around here that always come back to here. Same thing with the paid lead magnet. Now, there's a paid lead magnet such as the playbook, brandcreatorsbook.com. Let me give you the link. Okay. And I think you always should be having these links. Like I have, I've created URLs, web addresses that are easy. They're not necessarily brandcreators.com always, right? It's this case right here that I'm going to share with you is this one, uh, brandcreatorsbook.com, right? So brandcreatorsbook.com. I bought that domain name that will go to a page on brandcreators.com, okay? Okay. And that right there is going to take you to a landing page that is a paid lead magnet. Okay. Now a paid lead magnet is, and ours is $4 and 99 cents, right? But the playbook is a bigger chunk of what it looks like to build the brand. The brand growth validation checklist, it's like the overall view and also a way for you to validate really quickly and to identify if you can even build a brand in that market. The playbook is really like the next step that's going to outline all of the six parts of building the brand. Right. So now I can talk about just like today, guys, brand growth validation checklist. It's a must, but if you want everything laid out for you in those set in all of those steps, then you want to go to brandcreatorsbook.com. That'll give you the playbook. Yes, it's four dollars and 99 cents. It's going to buy me one of these, a cup of coffee, and, uh, and it's going to be well worth your investment. Right. So all I'm doing there is I'm then. I'm talking about all of the things again that relate to the playbook because the playbook, there's a lot of parts to it, right? So I could talk about part one, part two, part three, right? How to validate your market uh, as far as making sure that your niche is buying products, right? That's in there. That's in part one, right? Part two is how to build your home base, right? Part three is uh, how to start creating content ideas, right? Four is how to create the content itself, how to actually do it, right? And then five is how to build the email list so you can start to amplify the content. And six is how do we monetize, right? So I can talk about monetization, boom, playbook. I can talk about how to build the email list, boom, playbook. I can talk about how to uh, validate your market and your niche, boom, playbook. Everything is pointing, right? So to me, The easier way is to come up with a a, uh, lead magnet, okay, that you know would be the right person to buy your stuff or to come to your website that could potentially buy an affiliate product or whatever, and then your content is going to basically point to that. Now, we have two. We've had more in the past, um, but right now, we're sticking to two. Why? Because I just want to find the different angles that could pertain to you versus me saying, I have to go ahead and create five different lead magnets. And then I have to manage five different parts of my list, segments of my list. It just makes things more complicated, right? So don't overcomplicate it. Find your lead magnet, make it a good one, right? And from there, just create content that promotes it, right? That's basically the formula. Uh, all right, let's go ahead and get some more questions here. Uh, what about prize giveaway for the email? Is that is that a lead magnet? a lead magnet too, like sneakers for a blog on sneakers. Yes, <clears throat> that is a lead magnet. That lead magnet is probably going to have a short shelf life. It's going to be maybe 30 days. Uh, you can do it shorter. We like to do 30 days. Hey, uh, Kayla, did you want to say hi? Everybody kind of seen you there in your new tie-dye shirt. <laughs> uh, she got her new tie-dye shirt on from her uh, her little award there the other day. Uh, so anyway, so the the... The shelf life of a giveaway is going to be here and then gone, right? So that's something that, yes, it will give you a really good uh, boost to, to jumpstart the list. But then you want an ongoing lead magnet that will be on your website. The one thing I see a lot of people doing that I think is a mistake is they just throw up, join my newsletter, right? What does the newsletter give me other than another person showing up in my inbox, So you need to ask yourself, am I, you know, when they join the newsletter, what am I giving them? So I would rather lead with, you know, join our insiders list for catching more bass, right? That's better than a newsletter list, right? Come up with what they're going to gain, what they're going to get, what's their win for putting their name in the hat. Okay. Or, you know, on your list is really what I'm saying. Um. So you really need a narrow niche for a less magnet to work. No, that's, that's not true. Like think about mine. Like there's mine could be like, I, mine is big, right? My, my lead magnet is really covering a wide area of the market. So again, if you are, if I, and I think that yes, you should niche down, but I don't think you have to niche down so far, right? That it's like, the only thing you can ever talk about is kayak bass fishing because you have a lead magnet about kayak bass fishing. No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is you might start with a narrow one and then you can go wider. But if you, are, if you are like, okay, you know what? I just want to help people that want to do more outdoors things, right? We got to get more specific, right? So then it's like, okay, I want to help people that want to do more outdoors, but they are more about fishing. Now we're getting closer, right? Then we might focus on maybe the segment of that market as bass fishermen. Maybe that's where we're going to go right now, okay? So I would say, no, you don't have to go narrow, narrow, but you do want to go more narrow than just, I want to help people that want to, you know, basically, you know, do outdoor stuff, right? We got to be more specific than that. Uh, Mike Smiley, good morning to you as well, my friend. And Troy, with a little flex of the muscle. All right, Troy. Uh, let's see. Is it better to start with one lead magnet initially or segment? Yes. One, start with one and start creating content to promote the one, uh, Ashley, what's up, Ashley? Did you tell your mom? I said, hi, uh, how soon into starting your blog should you start your lead magnet? Well, I would say as soon as you can. So that's why I'm saying, so the way that I would look at it is this. Okay. If you, if you have one thing to do, it's, I would start the blog and the website first. That's your home base. First thing, okay? So that's why it's important that you understand what that market is that you're serving up front, okay? The second thing that I would say, and this is a toss-up, okay, is I would probably bolt on the Pinterest thing if your market is there, okay? So that's number one, okay, um, that I would bolt on. The second thing that would be a follow-up is I would run a contest to build my list in that market, giving them something really, really specific to their market, right? So if it was in the kayak bass fishing market, I would be giving, uh, I would be raffling off maybe some accessories for the kayak when fishing, maybe, maybe some pole holders, maybe it's a pouch thing. Uh, you know, maybe it's, you know, maybe it's a bag specifically for the kayak, like whatever. I don't know what it what's out there, but I would look for that. Right. So I would say it's blog website, right, home base. I call it home base. We talk about that in the playbook. Home base is 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 really really important, right? That's where everything is going to reside. That's our property. That's our online property. That's our real estate. Okay? Pinterest over here if your market is there and then from there, email list, right? And that's the formula. Now, if YouTube is is easier for you, then maybe you do YouTube before you do Pinterest and then you drive traffic to your blog. And you can do all that stuff. But that's another component that I like because it's evergreen. Now, we haven't started the YouTube side of things on either one of those brands that I talk about. It is in the plans, uh, but it wasn't first because it was easier for us to do the other things versus doing you know, the YouTube thing. But we are going to be playing with that. We actually have plans to start that in probably – I don't want to give a date, but in the near future. So all of our brand creators, Academy members are going to be able to follow along. And there's also some of our Academy members actually who are doing YouTube right now. And we're watching them grow, which is pretty exciting. And I know Troy is one of them. Uh, Let's see, Ashley. Okay. Got that one answered. Uh, Salomo, what kind of lead mags have you used? Checklist quiz, et cetera, which works better? Um, I like the, uh, the checklists are good. Or a shopping list are good. Like so, if you're if you're doing like a uh, you know a do-it-yourself project, give them a project list along with the step-by-step. That's great. But checklists really work well. Uh, you know, it could also be like the ultimate tool checklist for um, for your workshop, right? If you're doing woodworking, right? So yeah, I like checklists because they're easy. You got to remember too, you want to give them something that's going to allow them to achieve a result. Without them having to take 30 days to do it, right? So our our brand growth validation checklist, you're gonna go through that probably within an hour and you're going to identify your market. You're gonna identify what uh you know, what your market is capable of. And then you're gonna be like, all right, cool, I validated it. This is awesome. This is gonna, this is gonna be great, but wait, I need more. I need I need help to build this thing out. Oh, the playbook, right? You see how that led to that? So, it's just a natural progression. Um, So, it's easy, right? It's easy to understand. Uh, Let's see. Uh, How many uh, molecules of ozone stay safe? Oh, that's funny. Uh, Okay. So, uh, how complex should the lead magnet be? Not complex at all, right? a, A simple way to do it is to create the checklist and make a PDF out of it. You don't even hardly need any images unless you absolutely think it's necessary. But basically give them what they want and what they need quickly. All right. And you can always modify it. That's the other cool thing. How long do you think you need to test a lead magnet? Would you have multiples? Okay. I I mentioned this. I wouldn't have multiples at first. What is the one thing that, you know, people are like, I, I want that it's, it's either going to help me like, okay, I'll give you an example. If James – I don't know if James is still on, but James teaches how to play guitar, and in my case, he teaches how to play some hard rock or some heavy metal, right? So let's say ACDC's, uh, you know, um, uh, let's see, um, uh, Back in Black, let's say, right? So if he knows that that song is, like, really getting a lot of traffic and he builds a content piece around that on YouTube or on his blog – the natural lead magnet would be go here to download the tab for it, and tab is just a short way of saying it's tablature. Um, and in the in the guitar world, we want that. So I would want to download that and have it so I could go through it. So it, very simply, he could just create some tab, right? Just some lines and mark out you know the uh, you know the different frets that are being played, and then just map that out, and then just give that as a free download. There's your lead magnet. Done right? So anybody that comes there, they're like, yeah, I want that as my lead magnet. That would be one lead magnet. But again, you might have one video that talks about the rhythm. You might have another one that talks about the hand picking. You might have another one that talks about the, the, uh, the solo in it, right? Or then it might be the guitar tone in it, or maybe it's the type of, type of effects that are on the song, right? So there's different things that we could build around that one piece of content that would lead to that lead magnet, Right? So that's how we would do it. And I would not recommend doing multiple lead magnets out of the gate. I'd find one that uh, that you think that your market would want. And I would also again, do the research, see what they want, see what they need, and uh, and give it to them. The very first thing that you can do is go to Amazon and you can start with a physical product if you want, right? If you know that your guitar player, uh, you know, you know that they're going to want, certain components, right? Maybe it's a guitar pedal, right? And in the guitar world, there's different effects that we can buy as pedals. Uh, And so maybe we're going to raffle off this, uh, you know, Ibanez tube screamer pedal, and maybe it goes for 150 bucks and you find it, you, you know, it's being offered on Amazon and then you send it to them directly in the mail, right? Like that's how you could do it. All right, so there you have it, lead magnets, right? Pretty important, pretty good stuff and probably something you should be considering if you're not already using them and start building that email list, all right? So guys, if you want the show notes, the transcripts of this episode, head on over to brandcreators.com forward slash 857. Also, if you missed me uh, mentioning the link to grab the playbook, make sure that you head on over to brandcreatorsbook.com. And you'll be able to grab a copy of this. And if you're not watching this and you're listening, you don't see me, I'm holding it. It's the playbook, the Brand Creators Playbook. This will walk you through not just lead magnets, but it'll also take you through how to build the email list and everything in between. So guys, head on over to brandcreatorsbook.com. Check it out if you want that. And uh, well, in the meantime, get out there and just start taking action towards creating assets in your business. And in this case, it's a lead magnet today. So go out there make it happen. All right, guys. So that's it. That's going to wrap it up. As always, remember, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I am rooting for you. But you have to, you have to, come on, say it with me. Say it loud. Say it proud. Take action. Have an awesome, amazing day. And I'll see you right back here on the next episode. Let's rock your brand.